Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And just like Emily and her pals, we are deep in our third season of the show. We're here. That's we right. We're almost, we're almost halfway. Mm-hmm. In this episode, we are recapping episode four of season three of Netflix's Emily in Paris. The episode is called Live from Paris. It's Emily Cooper. I'm not sure why. No. I'm actually that's like- not sure why. A Saturday Night Live it's reference like, more than an Instagram <laughs> Live reference, but I guess <laughs> oh, and it's an Instagram. Oh, because she's going Instagram Live. live? I get it. I yeah, get it. I get it. Well, but you know, we don't, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you if you're already like, what the? Let's just say you don't have to watch the show. You don't have to enjoy the show. You don't have to be caught up. You don't have to be caught up to listen to this podcast. We're here to to make you you know hopefully make you crack a smile, recap the episodes. We're here Feel for seen. you. Yeah. You'll see. If you also are finding that you have something you you need to get off your chest, a take that you have, something you want us to, uh, some something that you think is good fodder um, for us to get into and think about, you can send a voice memo to our email at emilyandparispod at gmail.com. And the way you do that is that you go onto your phone and you go to your voice memo function, which is a default for, for most phones. Like it's a default app you should have. And you just record yourself speaking into it saying, Hey, this is the thing that I want to, uh, I want you guys to think about, or this is my take, or this is my qualm. Um, and then you press the share button and you put in our email, which is again, Emily in Paris pod at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also text it to our email. That's, it will also go through that way. If you have a smartphone, if you have any questions about that or any questions at all, or anything that you want us to, to contend with, um, you can DM us at Emily in Paris pod on Instagram. So find us there, find us at the Gmail, leave us a review on Apple podcasts. And I think we should head on over to Paris. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's go. Robes on time to get cozy. It's um, so cold. It's, yeah, it's really cold. <laughs> it's like negative six or something, which is funny because when we were in Minnesota, remember it was, it would get way colder than that, but, or I would say it would, it would be this cold for like months. Yes, for months. You're right. It also got down to like negative 20 that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the real feel today was negative 29. The real feel. How do you know that? Like, where did, where, where am I when you're learning that? Mm-hmm. I'm checking the weather. <laughs> Does it say it on the weather app? Yeah. So I also don't like Apple. <laughs> you must know. I don't love Apple weather. So I also have a different weather app called Carrot. And then I also check AccuWeather. I actually didn't know because do you know that I don't check the weather? No, but I'm not surprised because like I feel like sometimes you're like, I didn't know it was going to be like this. And it's like, well, (laughs) (laughs) and the answer is I didn't because why? Because it's always wrong. Yeah, but not if you're using the right, um, (laughs) you know, apps. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's like a thing where I'm like, oh, you're your father's daughter. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, my dad like no, my dad will like text me about you know, he lives in DC and he'll text me about Chicago's weather. He'll be like, I see it's 64 today. Oh, you know, <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah. So different than my mother who like, it'll be raining outside and she'll be like, why would you take an umbrella? And I'll be like, cause it's raining and she'll be like, they don't work. <laughs> but wow. I kind of agree with her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not like sold on umbrellas. 
I'm not sold on umbrellas, but at the same time, like when I do remember to bring an umbrella or when I like remember that there's one in the car that I get to use to like do this little stroll, I'm like, well, that's nice. It never feels like it's not, it's never a lifesaver, but it's often a bonus. Yeah. And I have straight hair, which is just like a different, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't matter if it gets wet. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't, you know what I mean? That would, I think it would bug me more. I'm really yeah. glad we just dove right in. <laughs> Are you in Paris? I would say I'm more in Paris today because I woke up with, um, you know, if anyone's been, you know, listening to the first three episodes, I've had COVID. And today is day nine of my journey. And I would say I woke up today. Yesterday I woke up and I was like, my head, my head kind of hurts. Like I've been dealing with like that all week. And today was the first day where I woke up and I was like, I'm a little dry just because it's, you know, negative yeah. 10 degrees outside, but I don't mm-hmm. feel like I have symptoms anymore. That's great. And that I'm happy was to hear that. really great. Yeah, that that was a really nice update in my health life. And and so I didn't really I didn't really explore the world, but I but I was chauffeured around doing some like last minute Christmas errands, you know, kept the people safe. But it was nice to not be in my apartment all day. Yeah, um, even, even in a small way, and I did some cleaning. I I, I realize that I'm I'm using you asking me if I'm in Paris to just tell you like everything I did today, which is mostly chores. Yeah, <laughs> well then you can just wrap it up by saying so that means you are or you're not in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm in Paris because actually, actually for for lunch I made myself a recipe from a cookbook called My Paris Kitchen. Oh, I didn't even goodness. do that on purpose. That's I made myself so sweet. a little celery root remoulade. Was it good? What's a romalade? It's delicious. It's like a kind of like mayo-y salad. So it's like julienne celery root, and then there's like a parsley, sour cream, mayo, lemon, mustard, creamy dressing. Cool. It's really good. Very like crunchy, tangy, creamy. Nice. And you just had the stuff to make that. Yeah. How many times in our life together have I just been like, and you had the stuff to make that? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's my It's my vice. So my, my vice is groceries. Feeding yourself well. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> nice. <true>. Good job. <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, so I'd say I'm like way more in Paris than I have been. I, I don't know if I'm in Paris, but I'm like closer than ever. At I least love far that. As I'm week. really happy to hear that. Thanks. Yeah, what about you? I think, <laughs> what are the odds? I think this is the f- most far away from Paris I've been. Oh, <laughs> neither can live while the other survives. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> either either must die at the hand of the other. <laughs> Neither yeah. can live while the other survives. What's the whole thing? I used to know it. I think I thought that was the whole thing. Oh, like the whole prophecy? Yeah, the whole prophecy. To, to anyone who's not keeping up, we're now talking about the, the Harry Potter prophecy. <laughs> I don't know, but I know a lot of people who could tell us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, write in. Leave us a voice memo. <laughs> EmilyParisPod at gmail.com. What the hell the whole prophecy is. Um, it's still a thinker. That little like prophecy is still a thinker to me. Anyway, I mean, I get it, but it's like, it's, you know, whatever. I'll say it. She did a good job writing that. <laughs> that part. <laughs> she did. She wrote some really good books, and it's a shame that she's a terrible person. It is such a shame. I forgot that we are recording the video and, like, using it for social, and I'm, I, like, am realizing in real time, just like I was just That we're both wearing bathrobes, and I'm, like. <laughs> You yeah. look cute. I, you look cute. I, I feel, I feel in terms of Paris, I feel I got like really anxious like a half hour ago. Um, and I'm trying to be better at like saying that out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> to people. Not that's ever a secret, but saying it out loud to you. Like, but for note, like you didn't do anything to make that happen. Nothing like actually mm-hmm. happened. I just like 
Uh, I think I've been, no, I know I have been like the busiest I've been since 20, mm-hmm. since early 2020, um, since pre-pandemic in the last like two months. And it's been yeah. like really great. And also today I've been working to like actually have a break. And I, in the last maybe like hour and a half, maybe I've just been like, oh, when will it end? Mm-hmm. Even though it's been really, I've been really happily busy because I like to be busy. I'm an Emily in that way. Mm. I, I honestly, it happened while I was watching this episode. Yeah, like <laughs> a kind of triggered. like sense of dread. <laughs> maybe, honestly, maybe I was like, maybe there was like something about, we're going to get into it, but like about like work and her need to be busy. Uh-huh. And I like maybe saw myself in it and like just started getting like really anxious about it. And tomorrow is uh, Christmas Eve and like there are things to be done and mm-hmm. I'm not going to see you tomorrow as we had thought we would see see one another and celebrate Christmas. And Sad, I know. So I, I guess I'm feeling like some of those holiday things. Yeah, I mean, this show can bring up a lot for people. It's like that one yoga pose that they always warn you about. Is it turtle pose? Yeah. It's so funny. I love being in a yoga class and then the instructor is like, this, don't be surprised if you kind of start guttural crying. Guttural weeping. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, about what? <laughs> I have nothing to cry about. Do you know any of our listeners know Being Erica? And by any chance, Nina, do you know the TV show Being Erica? I have no idea what you're talking about. It was a short-lived Canadian television show that was, I don't think as good as I remember it, but I watched it because it was on the end, which was like where I watched Degrassi. It was like the mm. Canadian team. This is, I guess, a good opportunity channel. for me to remind you that I didn't have cable. I didn't have cable either. Ho, that's Where'd why you I had access it? to. Uh, wait, that's so caught, funny. Actually, caught I didn't have ca- caught in a no, lie. but I didn't have cable either. But caught now I'm thinking lie. about it. No, 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 no. I didn't have cable for a really long time. It was one of those like early. It's one of those things that you and I have bonded over is yeah. being raised in a family that <laughs> didn't have it. But I think I did get it. We did get it at some point in high school. So it must have been then. That what do you think for kids these days? Yeah. So under the under the assumption that kids even watch TV because like they probably just watch TikTok, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so like if they do watch TV, what is the mm-hmm. equivalent of not having cable now that's all about streaming? Yeah. Is it like, yeah. oh, wait, I don't have um, Disney Plus or something? Uh, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know because. I guess what I'm wondering is how do kids determine class? <laughs> <laughs> As my mom would say, she said, don't watch the Disney. She didn't want us to watch the Disney Channel because she thought it would give us bad taste. <laughs> I thought that was what she said about reality TV. Oh, no. She just thinks that's morally bankrupt. <laughs> but she, so but Disney. See, the she's, fact she's that, so brutal and true. But I'm saying and the right. fact that your mom even has a point of view about the Disney Channel tells me that you grew up with some cable at some point. No. But the Disney well, we Channel went on, We would go on vacation. We did this vacation with our family friends, and we mm-hmm. would have Disney Channel for a week when we were on vacation. And yeah. I would, like, binge watch Lizzie McGuire, and she'd be like, this is bad acting, and I don't want you to think it's good acting. And and I got to say, to your mom's credit, you you as an adult now, you you love Hillary Duff a lot. <laughs> That's true. It's not a bit. I'm just like. <laughs> I do love Hillary Duff. That's true. Speaking of things my mother would absolutely never watch. Emily in Paris. <laughs> Emily in Paris. <laughs> Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Season three, episode um, four. We're, we're moving right along. From one to ten, what do you think of the episode? Uh, I would say it was like a five. Okay, nice. Say, and I would say for my, just for scale. Episode yeah. one, I would say, was a one. Yeah. <laughs> episode two, I would say, was a three. Okay, so far I'm exactly, I'm on board with you. Episode three, I think, was a two. Mm-hmm. 
And I would say this one. What did I say? Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's a five. You stand by that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but you got I'm really what you wanted. excited about You got I, what you wanted. I'm, I'm getting what I want. Want. I'm I'm yeah. almost getting what I what I wanted. The okay. gay agenda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Are so you giggling what? at me saying the gay agenda? <laughs> <laughs> Good little baby. Okay, let's do this recap really fast so we can talk about it. Yeah, okay, great. So basically, I'm just gonna can I just recap the whole episode? Or do you want to go see my scene? Can I just be like, here's what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, yeah. Try, go, go, let's split in the middle. Okay, cool. You don't have to go scene by scene, but like start going and then I'll interrupt you if I feel like there's something I need to add. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how we normally do it. So. <laughs> okay, okay I'm so feeling anxious. She's nice to me. <laughs> All right, so Emily is influencing. She is. You know, using her front-facing camera, people are chatting. She's going on Instagram Live, talking. She's like, what should I do in Paris? And people are like, take a Segway tour. And she's like, okay, this is crazy. I'm on a Segway tour. <laughs> and people are loving it. Meanwhile, Luke and Julian do their pitch to the dog food company, and they use Emily's idea, and it goes over awesome. And they confess to Sylvie that they got the idea from Emily. And Sylvie is overwhelmed by the amount of paperwork she has to do. Cut to Camille. She's wearing a beret in the gallery and she meets this like hot woman artist. And she's like doing, installing this piece in the gallery about confessing your secrets. And she's like, confessing your secrets can make you feel less alone. What is your secret? And Camille like, is like, I don't have any secrets. And then I wrote Camille gay moment. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. It's happening at last. And it's just kind of hinted at. Cut to Emily and Alfie in the park. She has an unemployment to-do list that includes, here's my favorite line, have S. <laughs> have S in the middle of the day. And Alfie goes, what's S? Is that what I think it is? And she goes, it's You tape. dirty girl. Yeah. <laughs> Something like you weird. nasty little freak. Weird. <laughs> so weird. I feel like you get to a certain age and you only have sex during the day. But maybe Literally, that's just that's me <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> I was like, aren't you too tired at night? <laughs> <laughs> moving along and then <laughs> it turns out it stands for s stands for steak frites so she wants to have a steak frites in the middle of the day that's on her unemployment to-do list which which i was laughing at that and then now as i'm saying it i'm like i will say that as an unemployed person on my unemployed to-do list i'm like go to the first thing i did when i was unemployed was go to a restaurant in the middle of the day so like <laughs> i want to laugh at it and at the same time i get it and i did it i lived it <laughs> i lived it i lived it Emily's like talking about how she needs a job. What the what? So Gabrielle is at his restaurant. A waiter calls in sick. Hmm. He's like, this is your fifth time calling in sick. You're fired. Emily's like, I could be your waitress. What if I do it? Yeah, well, I could do it. I used to wait at the feed bag. <laughs> That's where she used to be a waitress. A restaurant called the feed Horrible. bag? Yeah, makes sense. Midwestern swine. <laughs> That's where you're stopping? Yeah, I think so. I think great. I gave so you like I'm all now, the I'm setup. Gonna, and no, take no, it's great. And I'm, well, I'm actually not going to do that. I'm actually going <laughs> to annotate everything that you said. So yes, to everything that you said, she, one, has 113,000 followers. And she has people, she's about 18,000 people watching her live stream. I just want to give everyone a check, <laughs> a little like checking in on how, how successful she is as an influencer. Okay. In the scene with 
Sylvie pitching the dog food thing to the woman. It's the worst. The woman who has the dog food company, it is the worst ADR I've ever seen. (laughs) And I rewound it to be like, is this actually weird? I truly think that the actress's voice was dubbed over with a different actress. And I want to know the story. And I'll I'll simply never know. Like, no one's going to write about it. Mm I'm not. I'm never going to know anybody in the room who dealt with it. It just will always be this mystery. I need. We're we're, we're going to have to. I'm putting it on your to do. Sorry, putting another thing. But in terms of clips, we have to put on Instagram. You need to put that clip on Instagram because okay, people it. need to see. It's like it is so bizarre. Okay, I wrote. I'm freaking out, gasping. This is the hottest thing I've seen on the show mm-hmm. with Kami and that woman, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm an easy target because I've wanted this in season one, but I wanted to check in to see if you also thought that there was like really fun chemistry between them or if I'm a little sad (laughs) and easily swayed. (laughs) I thought there was kind of fun chemistry. I thought it was definitely the sexiest chemistry yet on this show besides like Sylvie alone. (laughs) 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 And... I think that she, yeah, it's, like, fun and, it's, like, definitely fun and hot in a way that, like, other stuff isn't. Um, The only, I'm kind of, like, curious to see how it'll play out. Yes, agreed. Okay, so then Sylvie and is trying to, like, do her, Sylvie's trying to do her business thing. And so that's why she's talking to Laurent, her husband. Mm -hmm. And I will say in terms of, the various visual graphics and effects that we have on the show, I really enjoy the text messaging in French turning into English. I'm finding mm-hmm. it extremely fun. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. just extremely yeah. fun. I'm having mm-hmm. the most fun with that. Mm-hmm. It's tough when, like, the highlight of a show is just, like, <laughs> the, the FX they used for the texting. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Oh, I thought it was a cute little moment where Emily is going to become the waitress. And she goes, tout à l'heure. And he goes, tout à l'heure. And it was just a cute little play on words. Again, I maybe am not doing well based on what I'm finding so entertaining. <laughs> Will you but tell me what the play on words Because I don't know what tout à l'heure means. Tout à l'heure is like, uh, I don't know, it's like a phrase you would say, like, I'm going to see you like sooner, like, see you, see you. What is it? À l'heure is that at the hour. Oh, I don't know exactly how it translates, but it's something you would say like sort of like a see you see later, later, mm-hmm. see you later, yeah, tout à l'heure. And so she's saying like, toodaloo, and he's like correcting her playfully oh, got after it. giving her a hard time about the like as if she was oh. trying to say tout à l'heure. She wasn't. Isn't there a bakery called tout à l'heure in Chicago? Nina, what? That's something that can you imagine me knowing the answer to that and you not knowing the answer to that? No, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then Camille's parents are in town for her um, for her gallery um, opening mm-hmm. and or her exhibition opening. And I wrote down, I'm really happy to see a girl with parents representation <laughs> in, te- <laughs> in television. Girl with extremely involved and present married parents <laughs> representation. It goes a long way for me. It's really, really, really rare. And she's like hot and cool. And her parents are definitely are involved friends. in her life. <laughs> her best friends are very involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sweet. <laughs> and her mom's still like wildly 
combative or like threatened by Emily and is like protective. Like you need to like fight your like stake your claims. Da 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 da. And Kami mm-hmm. is like, I still feel terrible about the way I handled that, which was yeah. So what weird. I agree. I I honestly was like, wait, remind me what happened because I was like, what does she have to feel bad about? Oh well, they made that pact that they wouldn't date Gabrielle. But it was a it, because her mom like made her suggested she should make a pact with her, and then she broke it. And this whole time, she has seemed very vengefully gleeful that she got Gabrielle up until like last episode as well. Like she's doing things to set up, yeah, to like still rub it in Emily's face. Mm-hmm. And it just it, to me, it's like been we, like, we were talking about in the last episode of the episode before. I can't remember it all, but it's mm-hmm. together. Like where I'm entering a fugue state. <laughs> like she. <laughs> Yeah, hasn't seemed guilty and has seemed still pretty, like, mad at Emily. And so it's mm-hmm. really confusing to me when she, like, mm-hmm. says to her mom, I'm still feeling bad. I still feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. That said, that's what I wanted. I wanted Camille and Emily to be friends again. And I didn't want them to, like, I didn't want her to be, like, mad at Emily anymore. So I'm, like, glad that that's where it's going plot-wise. But I also am really confused character-wise how, yeah. how we, like, got there. Yeah, because they just have these people make, like, announcements instead of yeah. showing Camille. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay, so then she gets, Emily gets drinks with uh, Luke and Julianne, and they, like, basically imply, like, there's maybe a world in which you could come work for um, Agence Grateau again, or for the first time, I guess. But we have, like, a saying in French, and I really liked the saying in English, it's step back to jump better. So they're basically like, Sylvie's going to come to you, play it cool, things will fall into place. She also is then inspired while watching the Ferris wheel and has a campaign idea for um, Cummy's parents' champagne company. And I think something I forgot to mention is that the other thing that her Cummy's parents do while they're in the city is they meet at Savoir or at Agence Grotteau um, to talk about their marketing plan with Sylvie and they're sad to see that Emily's not there anymore. So then we get Sylvie being hot with her mm-hmm. husband and... The photographer boy, Eric. Eric, Eric, like comes in and is like so suspicious so fast. I really like his. Uh, here's what I wrote down. What he says, he says, "Um, hi." <laughs> you wrote that down. You didn't want I to did. forget that. I, I was like, "That's that was like a re- really good line delivery." That was like a one take, one take wonder. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, you know, that actually, we thought that was going to be too big, but it's actually perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so, it was like so over the top and so like, you know, she's married and friends with her husband. Like, <laughs> like it's so like, what is he doing here? It's like, well, because they're friends, which you know, because they've always been friends. Right. I also love that relationship. It's one of the most healthy models of a um, woman-man relationship on the show. Yeah. He just, like, helps her out. And I wrote down, that's the kind of husband I want to have. Yeah. Because I love that she's just, like, doesn't get in your in way the city at all. And then Does she's your just taxes. like, I have paperwork. <laughs> I know. I was like, that sounds great. And, and it's hot. And, like, they have chemistry. And, yeah. like, probably are going to hook up. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm going to show you my notes because they make literally no sense. My pen wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, they make no sense at all. <laughs> Confession. Your confession. Oh, yeah. Well, so we're at the gallery opening. And this was a fashion moment. Oh, that's I what it is. Gallery. I recognize this fashion moment. That's amazing. Thank you. What? What is it? Kemi what? and Sylvie both, I think, 
I haven't double checked. So if you're listening and you want to yell at me, it's fine. I think they're both wearing schiaparelli. How do you know that? Because of like the internet, reading Vogue, looking at runway shows, shopping on the real, real. Terrible. You haven't always been like this, right? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. My mind is a steel trap. It's amazing. It's really impressive to me. That's really cool. We need to get a fashion expert. Not that you're not one. No, but I'm not. I'm not one. one. We need a voice memo one One day. So you get to walk through the gallery. That's really cool. Yeah. So then we go to the opening and. Uh, Camille's parents have just had dinner at Gabrielle's restaurant and they see that Emily's their server and she pitches them Chamere, uh, like l- another champagne line like Champere that's actually elevated. It's uh, canned cocktails. That was her big idea. And she's like, listen, I'm just, pit- I'm just like, it's just an idea I have. I know I don't work with you guys anymore and I don't work with Sylvie anymore, but it's just an idea. And... Camille's mom's like, ugh, but also, like, I kind of like this, the way this girl thinks, whatever. So then her mom, Camille's mom comes to, I'm sorry, I'm, like, absolutely fritzing. Uh, Camille's mom is at the gallery, uh, and she's like, I can't help but notice that, like, the two people, like, two people who are really important to you aren't here tonight, and they're actually together. And Camille's like, mom, I don't care. This is my job. Whatever. I'm gay. She doesn't say that, but. But it's implied. She's like, she's fine. Yeah. She's totally fine. (laughs) And so then everybody leaves and sexy artist woman comes up to her and is like, so did you confess or something like that? And she's like, I told you I have no secrets. And she's, and then the artist is like, well, I have a secret, but it's just for you. And we get some ASMR whispering. We don't hear what she says. Cummy's intrigued and a little like, oh my gosh. And then she goes into the confessional and I liked the way this was directed. Mm-hmm. She inhales as she's about to speak and we cut away. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. I think we uh, missed something really important in the restaurant. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, allergy attack is what I'd written down. <laughs> you didn't write gallery. <laughs> I wrote allergy attack. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Champignon, not champagne. Yeah, a guy that Emily has served has an aller- allergy attack. And everyone's like confused and angry at Emily as if somebody who's not fluent should be serving and answering questions in French to people eating. And I'm just like, yeah, this is why she shouldn't be hired. Right. There were like a few like not great moments there. Like I thought Emily was also like so indignant about helping where she was like, call what number? What? What? Is that like 911? Like I don't have my phone. You said no phones on the floor. The guy's like, (gasps) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shortness of breath. Shortness of breath, which is literally what my friend who's in med school told me to say if I ever want to be seen first at the ER. Really? And now you're telling everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy is like struggling. Again, I think it's supposed to be played for comedy, but. Nothing funny about that. <laughs> do, you have any, have you, do you have any food allergies? You don't, right? I have a little bit of a, a eggplant and pineapple and kiwi. Only like, when they're all together, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm like kind of allergic to them sometimes. Like, like. Interesting. Which is like, there's some, there's some enzyme that I think is in all of those maybe. So like eggplant, if it's cooked, I don't, we don't need to get into this. I can't. <laughs> I can't right now. It's so boring. <laughs> uh, now you go. <laughs> okay. I wrote something called, saw bumper is grumpy. Bumper cars. Oh, bumper is funny. <laughs> yeah, so 
Then our notes are so different. (laughs) (laughs) They're just mostly it's recall for me. It's just little notes to remember what. Um, But the Sylvie's like walking through probably some famous amusement park. I don't know. By the Ferris wheel. Anyway, something in Paris. She's obviously looking for Emily because she has taught. She talked to Camille's mom, who's a client of hers at the gallery. And her mom, Camille's mom, obviously has the ulterior motive Mm -hmm. of trying to get Emily out, out of Gabrielle's restaurant. And she likes working with Emily. So she's kind of like, I'm also a proud woman or I also have an ego, but like sometimes you got to like suck it up. Mm-hmm. Basically, like I want to work with Emily, mm-hmm. go hire her. So Sylvie's going to go look for Emily and Emily is doing bumper cars with Mindy, who like doesn't work. Like, is it just music now? She doesn't nanny anymore. She's just living on the trompette bleu. I guess. You know how much and money there is in live music performance. So much. Almost the same amount of, of, is in, there is in improv. Um, and they're bumpering. And I thought it was funny that, like, Sylvie pulls up, basically, and then they just keep getting slammed. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought it was, it was funny. pretty funny. That was funny. And Sylvie offers Emily her job back, which I believe is what we guessed last episode. Yeah, I thought, I thought it would happen at the episode. top of the episode, but it happened at the bottom. Yeah. And, uh, and then Emily's thrilled, hugs Sylvie. She starts on Monday. Don't be early. She takes a photo of the Ferris wheel, sends it to Alfie. They very cutely get onto the Ferris wheel. And she's like, we have, he's like this, something something about how the ride's four minutes. And it's like, well, we'll have to make it count. Okay, I have a question for you. That's the end of the episode. Anything to add? But I have a question. Go ahead. It's in Friends, too. I feel like it's in a lot of television shows. The thing of like, we only have this amount of time. And the man in the hetero relationship being like, that's enough for me. And I'm like always confused what I'm supposed to be gathering from that. Like, is it supposed to be like good and impressive because he he's implying that like he can make her come in four minutes. And I don't think so. Because no, that's like, definitely right. not. <laughs> so then, but so then it's like, it's that I, I'm like, I'm capable of like coming fast. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'll be so fun for you to just, like, have me penetrate you for four minutes. Like, I don't – I, like, honestly – like, it honestly confuses me. And it's in – specifically, it's in this Friends episode with Chandler and Monica. And, like, Chandler's obviously, like, a beta. Like, he's, like, you know, that's his whole thing. So it so that I, like, a little bit better understand it. But Alfie in this moment – and it comes up in other things, too – is saying it in a very, like – again, like – alluring way like Mm -hmm. that's all I need or something I can't remember exactly what it is so what's going on there Nina yeah you know it's the kind of thing where like I've always just kind of like accepted it because it's a because you're right it's like a it's like a tropey innuendo so I've always just been like like right you just like are made to think of sex you're like haha sex yeah yes but now but you're you bring up like a such a good point where it's like nothing to brag about and it's like a right. weird um I guess maybe the idea is like uh even even under maybe the way that it could be made to be sexy is to be like even under these circumstances we can do it. Like like I'm able to get hard for you even yeah. when yeah. we only have 4 minutes or something. Yeah. And like we can be in and out and that's like a rush, you know. Yeah. Did you mean to make two puns? No. <laughs> Good job. You're so smart. So smart and funny. Thank Love you. your little brain. Uh, um, yeah. Well, 
again, voice memo us yeah. <laughs> if you have any your thoughts ideas. on it. Because I just like, because it's everywhere. Like, I feel like I could do a super cut of it. You should. Like, yeah, I don't have the time. <laughs> Something I think we didn't touch on is that Emily did get fired. Did you say that? That Emily did get fired from Gabriel's restaurant? He was like, oh, no, I did He didn't. was like, you're making life into work. Slow down. You're fired. It's very cute. And she like gives him a hug and leaves. I think it's really cute, actually. I thought yeah. it was really charming. It's a very sweet moment. But she also said something that I really enjoyed, which was, I'm not cut out to be a waitress. I'm a marketing executive. <laughs> which, yeah. as a f- former waitress, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and what else? Yes, then he fires her. Yeah, what else took me? And she's like, thank you. Yeah. He, I thought he looked so handsome in that he scene. He did look handsome, and he was being sweet. And he a, it was nice that they gave him, like, a little something to do besides kind of, like, hem and haw. Okay, so something I wrote down because I've been watching, um, like I watched like a high school show last week in my in my COVIDness. I watched Never Have I Ever, and uh, and then last year I also watched Pen Fifteen. And something I was thinking about with like the confessional art scene, the gallery was oh, like yeah. because they're adults, they can't do a truth or dare scene, but like in a lot of shows. In a lot of shows like this, that is yeah. how you make things like that happen. Right. Like, like That's there will so be a truth funny. or dare scene where two people who didn't think would kiss would ki- kiss, and then they realize they actually really like the kiss. Right. It's like you need to prompt reckless behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Without it being like, well, like when in like reality, it's like you get, people get like scary drunk and say stupid <laughs> shit or, you know, or, like, yeah. or do like a lot of drugs and like do something that then the next in it's like uh-huh. that wouldn't play the same way. Uh-huh. So it's like, what is like an innocent way, innocent quote unquote way yeah. to get people to reveal a thing that it's kind of reckless to reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. I liked it. I liked the installation. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. it seemed fun. It seemed cool. That seemed fun. It seemed very fun. I wonder if it was referencing say. something. Yeah, so wait, talk to me about how you feel about that. About gay people? Yeah, about gay people. Bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't trust them. Yeah, why? Say more. Because they lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do I feel? I felt so, it makes so much sense. So when I was watching it, I was like, yes, this makes so much sense. Like it read mm-hmm. very, like honestly, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel forced is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Like that dynamic where so much on the show does. I was like, yeah, no, I like totally believe that these two women are attracted to each other. And that was really nice. But if I'm actually thinking about it, like, yeah, how gratifying. Because like I really felt that. You felt that too, though, season one. That wasn't just me, right? Or was it? I think it was. I've always been quicker to claim that yeah. I know people's yeah. orientation. Is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I – yeah, I do think you were right. And I and I think that you were quicker to claim it. And I was kind of more like, I, I, I also think especially after last season, I was like, I can't believe that they still don't have yes that. Like that's been two yeah, seasons. Yeah, there's no and queer like, character other than moving Eve. that. Etienne? He's the only one, right? Etienne and Julian and maybe Luke. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm and not sure. Maybe queer. Yeah. yeah. Um, But they really haven't like made it happen in a way that is just like, in in 2022 is like in 2022 on an you know as network as it gets tv show is like pretty conspicuous like i feel like every network show now has like a the gay character yeah, yeah yeah right right um, and it's like they don't even have that right so that felt yeah pretty loud and yeah. um and um yeah so i'm like curious yeah 
I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it. Well, and I also like couldn't get a read on if they were because because of the confessional element, which was like a little bit of a shame because there's obviously like a Catholic um, shame, yeah, <laughs> element to that whole arc. You know, even if even if they're not playing with it textually, subtextually, the fact that she like goes into a confessional is like a little fucked up. But whatever, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving right along. Um, but I, but I was I'm curious if they're playing it like it's a secret. Like I guess there's a thing where I'm like, it is a bummer to me that she if if they play it like she's one either just a lesbian, not just a lesbian, but that she's a lesbian <laughs> mm-hmm. and like isn't queer or bi or pan or whatever. That will feel dishonest to me because mm-hmm. it's. I believed her and Gabrielle. Like I, you know, but mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like she's been playing it queer. I, it's I have not been like that's the lesbian on the show closeted, right? And then also like I don't want to watch this show handle a coming mm-hmm. out narrative, mm-hmm. like at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I like barely have the tolerance to watch. Uh, she's going to cheat on Gabrielle with a mm-hmm. woman, and how are they going to handle the nuance of like that? You know, mm-hmm. of like I mean, if that's allowed or if that's they're okay, just like, or not, not going to handle the nuance. Yeah. Right. right. They're just not gonna handle it. Yeah. And so I think I'm I'm a little like wary. Like it's so sexy. When it's just the two of them, I'm like, that's really sexy. Coming in this woman, like fun, hot, love that. Wanna see where that goes. I don't care about her relationship with with Gabrielle at all. I can't imagine there's there are any or there are that many Emily and Paris fans who are like rooting for Kami mm-hmm. and Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. They have not been set up to be rooted for. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's just like end it and mm-hmm. go be with that woman mm-hmm. and let's have this fun friend group romp where they all have to go and each do something to help a, a marketing client <laughs> on a trip to Spain when yeah. they all – I want the big I party know. episode. I know. I you know? know. I know. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully soon. It's fun. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, what happens with Gabrielle when and if he's single. Like, if they'll give him someone, someone else. Mm-hmm. Or if it'll just be straight over to Emily again. Mm-hmm. What do you think is next? What do you think we're in for? I don't know. I can't really. I don't really feel like anything's driving us into the next episode. I guess coming, and I guess Emily starting back at. Uh, like work. we've seen that story. Yes. Like, yeah, she's working with the same people she was working yeah, with season true. one. But you know, the thing we're not seeing is like finally she secured her visa. Like I'm, I'm still writing in that storyline that there's been tension around her work visa, and now she has it. <laughs> I got a voice memo from a friend, and I was like, "You need to send this to our email account for me to play it on the show." But it was from from uh, my friend Mary, who has lived abroad for the last eight years, yeah. and she was like, "The most unrealistic thing is that there is no anxiety about a visa." She's like, "It is baffling. It is absolutely baffling to watch." So that's what I'm. I'm like carrying that with me. Where like I, I think that there's I think there's a version. Yeah, where I'm like, oh, no wonder Emily's acting totally unhinged. It's it's that she's so stressed about her visa, she hasn't been able to sleep. <laughs> that's the fan. That's theory. why she's I at the that. bumper car pavilion again. <laughs> so you keep writing fan fiction about her just trying to get her visa. Pages and pages. Your two hundred thousand word mm-hmm. fanfic. Emily and visa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think's next? I think that. I could really use, um, to your point, like I could really use some romantic investment from Gabrielle. Like I could really use like a little agency on his end. I could really use a little bit of momentum so that like it feels like there are any stakes at all with Kemi and Gabrielle. Because right now, like they don't seem like a couple that wants to be together. Um, 
now that Alfie works for Antoine and Emily works for Sylvie, I'm ready for there to be a way in which, like, the fact that they're embroiled causes one or both of them to, like, maybe have to do something dirty that fucks the other person over, like, for their work. Like, I'm ready for that. I do think that that's the way the show is going to get rid of Alfie, is they're going to make him do something cutthroat in business. Yeah. The only the thing that's like holding that tough is that they haven't set him up as a shitty finance bro. They're just like, he happens to work in finance. No big deal. He's an investment banker. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Some people are investment bankers and we love them. Like they haven't, they haven't been <laughs> There's like. There's no moral judgment. <laughs> no, there really isn't. Like they haven't been like, he's an investment banker and therefore can't be trusted. It's right. it's as sweet of a profession as Gabrielle being a chef. Like it's as pure. Right. As her, and also as Emily being a marketing yeah, <laughs> seriously. So it's like. That's so funny, Nina. Like they might, <laughs> like they're, they're, it's wild that they haven't even given themselves the opportunity to be like, this person's in kind of a conniving position. This person's in kind of a conniving position. Yeah. Like, let's see how they undermine each other. Instead, it's like, they both have these like sweet, pure, honest jobs. <laughs> they're both tending, they're both like tilling the land. <laughs> a farm to table Parisian yeah. restaurant. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. Such so, such so bizarre. such wasted material. Hi, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. I but this episode was a five for me. So let's see what it, it was good. But if you believe that this was a five for me, well, as always, a pleasure to talk through the episode with you. Really, really the best. The best part. The best part of the show is our podcast. <laughs> Definitely what keeps me watching. <laughs> okay, au revoir. Au revoir. Par des rayons à la pointe cornue, en ma faveur, ils seront plus la nuit, faisant obscur un temps serein et beau. You have been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, we would really appreciate you leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. It helps other people who watch the show all over the world find our podcast. And it also makes us feel nice. On that note, we did get a review. We did. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I would love to read it. So it's from a regular listener. Really nice. We got a review from Trisha Ann. Um, it says this podcast is everything five stars. OMG. So glad you are both back at it. Updated review. I really enjoyed the first of the out of office format episodes. Nina and Hannah are doing while we wait season three. Thank you so much. First of all, just going to butt in and say, glad you enjoyed those. Then she says, I think this podcast is required listening for any Emily in Paris viewer and would be great. Even if you don't watch, I get so excited when I see a new episode because I know my commute and my dumb little daily walks will be so much better. Honestly, listen to it so many times over. I love it. Make me laugh so hard. Thank you so much, Trisha. And that is really, really nice. Really. So and thanks nice. for updating your review because yeah, that's cool. You already did the nice thing of leaving us a review and then you're doing the extra nice thing of like keeping it relevant, keeping it hot. Speaking I'm to also like, how do you update a review? Like, there's a lot that I need to learn about. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> but if you if you want to leave a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. If you want to also have us chat about something that's on your mind, as we mentioned, you can send us an email, a uh, voice memo, emilyinparispod at gmail.com. That's emilyinparispod at gmail.com. We'll play it on the show. We'll respond. We're open to anything. A hot take an issue that you have, a theory that you have, uh, any feedback on anything that we've kind of had our hot takes about. And we are also on Instagram now. That's at Emily in Paris pod. Our DMs are wide open. We're so we're wide open. We're open to anything. 
Yeah. It's kind of like Emily. We have like a newfound sense of freedom. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, y'all. We'll be back soon. <laughs>